Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottom, the boom, shakalakas, baby. I am the Catherine. We are the Sports Brew, and this is what we like to call an old Wasted Wednesday. Rolling into a throwdown Thursday, man, as we get primed for the NBA Finals. Obviously, we're going to have to eat some crow on that Bucks call we made in the podcast the other week. And don't worry, we are not alone in that uh, complete underestimation of the Toronto Raptors. Whoops. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, we'll get to that. But let's go ahead and get everybody up in this piece just for good measure. First and foremost, that's right, the one, the only, the Twitter Terminator. Old Shannon McGuffin, what's going on, brother? I'm doing better than that teenager who decided to put 29 metal balls up his penis. <laughs> <laughs> when they say grab life by the balls, I don't think they... That was a, a gross misinterpretation of that. Gross misinterpretation. That was terrible. No. And yes, Justin, I did say it. You, yes. Shannon, right you, you wasted zero time. You said... Balls. Matter of fact, that may be a record. <laughs> I think so. What, was that kid trying to sound like Chewbacca? <laughs> was that what was going on? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> That's yo, all right. look. Although Arnold told him after he did it to uh, stop whining. Yeah, so. that that that's a pee hole, brother. That, that's an exit only. That's an exit only exit orifice. Only, bro. That's, exit an, only. that's an exit only orifice, brother. <laughs> You don't do it in the first place. No, that was just terrible, terrible, terrible. I can't believe we opened the podcast with that bunch of stupidity. Yeah, that deserves deserves a couple of those. Anyway, well, uh, Shannon apparently was just ready to roll out of the gate, man. No problem. You said you had zero dumb stories, so I had to bring one up. I wasn't loaded up with dumb stories. I didn't know you were going to, like, shots fired right out with penile ball implants what, what was it bb's i don't even i don't remember i mean i remember the story i didn't read a lot of details on it but dozens of metal balls <sighs> it's it's he, just he put them into his penis quote unquote out of curiosity yeah yeah it, it's just it's just a bad idea you know i, I mean like a, i mean like a, a catheter is awful enough but just leave it at that oh you know just just stop oh anyway huh like ask ask a friend if that's a good idea. Well, just don't ask a friend to do it. <laughs> anyway, sp- speaking of how to do it, <laughs> I guess this is how we do it. <laughs> Stupidly, yeah, that's sports crew style. That's how we uh, <laughs> showing up for a little a little appearance tonight as uh, certainly part of a podcast. We'll pay a little homage to uh, Bart Starr, rest in peace, friend. But let's go and get our packer backer. That's right, the one and only uh, Twitter t- <laughs> fantasy <laughs> failhorn. I was, I was thinking of too many thoughts at one time, man. Uh, our very own fantasy failhorn. That is the one and only Matthew Philip West, four banger Whitfield, man. What up, bro? <laughs> How you doing, sir? Four banger. <laughs> That's because he's got the four names, man. You know. Yes. That's the four, and if there was any one of us that probably would have stuck metal balls up in his junk, it would have been Whitfield. No, that'd have been Mark. I want Mason Gloria. I want Mason Gloria. I don't even know if Mark would have taken that bet back in the day. I don't. I don't know about that. I, I mean, getting tased and everything. Well, he I would have never done that. No, he did get. To, well, you you didn't have to get paid to get tased. <laughs> <laughs> hey, give me some new crops. Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> there you go. I'm, I'm saying, Justin, yeah. from the other day, we should have a Whitfield 
versus Hound Chicken Eating Contest. I I think that's Ooh. a I think that's a keeper, man. Yeah, I would be a fan of that. I would be an absolute fan of that. So. No, I've, I've officially said no more KFC. I've officially moved to Bojangles. Eh, well, oh. yeah. I mean, you know, you, you do you, bro. You do you. Yeah. Whatever works, man. Bring me one of those chickens. That's right. That's right. Yes. That's right. So, all right, we'll we'll bounce around. Oh, and uh, dear Todd, dear Todd, <laughs> look, man, I called the podcast Brew of Thrones. We talked about a lot of Game of Thrones, dude. <laughs> we know you enjoy listening to us make fools of ourselves. We did. We said plenty of stupid things, man. Don't be hating, bro. Don't be hating. <laughs> or else I got to sick the hound on you, man. Cunts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you got any ale? Hell yeah, you got some ale. That's right. Our friend, Speaking of which, our friend should represented. we salute the clock what? right off the bat? Yeah, you know what? Why not? Why not? Let's, let's salute the clock uh, right off the bat. Yeah. So uh, this fine evening, I'm enjoying a uh, Sierra Nevada Pale Ale as well as... Oh, I got the hundo, brother. I got the hundo, Captain, and uh, Mexico rocking, dude. So uh, a little hot test this fine evening. All right. Mm. What you got, bro? I'm rocking a Fine Creek Creek Brewing Hell's Lager. At least you didn't say Fart Creek. (laughs) Fine Creek Brewing Hell's Lager? Yeah. That's good. That sounds pretty good. I want serious. you to try their Dad Strength Double IPA. That, yeah. that, that would probably do you well. Uh-huh. Well, you know, I, I need Dad Strength. I got I got two little ones, so I'll take Dad Strength. That's mm-hmm. for sure. I need it some days. Man. So, although I was actually, um, I broke out my baseball gloves, dude. And I was throwing, nice. around, I, yeah, I was throwing, throwing a little pitch and catch with Logan. And he was all excited. So we got him, a, he had a gift card, a little Amazon gift card somebody had given him for his birthday. So we got him a glove. And, of course, Chloe now wants a glove, which is fine. So we're almost at that point. Sarah played softball back today. I'm like, don't you have, like, a glove at your house or something? You know, so we're going to check next time we're at her parents' house, see if she has an old glove floating around anywhere. And we can do, you (laughs) know. If you don't find one, play it against sports, man. Yeah. Well, I meant to to post on Facebook to see if anybody had some youth baseball stuff. Their kids maybe have outgrown. And then uh, I broke out some of my bats. I forgot I have a, a, a metal bat. And uh, so we had some tennis balls. So, like, Logan's just throwing tennis balls to me. I'm just like, I mean, I, <laughs> I whiffed on some because he's, he's throwing, like, you know, 15 feet away from me. So I'm chasing the things like crazy. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, I'm like, all right, come on, we got to work on this. So he served me up a fat tater. I was in uh, the lot beside our house because we had, I don't know, it's like playing pepper and throwing stuff around. So we were just having a good time. And uh, I made solid contact on it with a metal bat. And that freaking tennis ball took off. It went across, you know, the neighbor's lot, my lot, bounced off the house and rolled to the shed. I'm like, yep, got to put the metal bat away. <laughs> 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 nope. <laughs> I'm not chasing that all the time. And, uh, you know, Sarah served me a potato and I crushed it off the metal bat, too, and it just whizzed right by her face. And I was like, yep, we can't do that with the kids. She looked at me. She was like. Justin, <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I mean, I wasn't trying to do that, but you know, you forget because uh, the metal bats, man, they're light, and with the, those tennis balls, oh, fly yeah. off those things, and so uh, yeah, I almost beamed my wife in the face Memorial Day week. That would have been a that, that would have been a, a bad uh, way to wrap that weekend up. Wrong, wrong kind of facial there, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, but. You know, I'd rather I'd rather be dropping other kinds of bombs there. You know what I'm saying? 
But <laughs> anyway. Anywho. But, you know, that's all right. My wife, my wife didn't pitch that much of a fit. You know what I'm saying? Big girls don't cry, yo. It's okay. Hey. You okay, know anyway. Right. So, uh, real quick. I, I was going to say we, yeah. need, we ought to ask Whitfield what he's drinking, but it's probably just a Pepsi. Oh, shit. No. What are you it's drinking? It's this new thing called diabetes. <laughs> you, <laughs> you've got liquid diabetes? That diabetes. Yeah. Mm. This new it's thing called diabetes. This new Spanish drink called diabetes. Yeah. Wilford Baldley over there giving us that that drink love thanks yeah that's nice (laughs) 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 all right (laughs) it's not friday yet man but yeah pepsi pepsi anyway uh, what what were you getting ready to say bro i'm sitting at the pool the other day and i'm talking to a couple of new buddies i know and i was telling them i was like they're like oh do you game i'm like no i podcast they're like you podcast? I'm like, yeah, man. I'm like, sports brew. So he's like, is it on Google Play? I said, yeah. So he looks it up, and he's like, is this it? I was like, yeah, go ahead and start downloading that stuff. I see his wife the next day, and she's like, we were listening to your podcast. You guys are hilarious. <laughs> Good. I was like, not family friendly. Not, not fam- play it in front of the kids. It is not work safe, and it is not yes. family friendly. Do not, do not make that mistake. Unlike... Unlike our friend Todd, who got a whole bunch of this from Shannon one time. Cunts. <laughs> don't do it. And probably don't play. It's like, it's like uh, you know, uh, being on speakerphone in public. It, it's a bad move. Don't, don't play the sports brew throughout your entire house if you don't know who's around. It's a bad idea. Bad idea. Bad idea. If you're in a, controlled, you- if you're in a controlled environment and it's, you know, you, you, don't, you, you don't have kids running around, man, you're, you're probably okay. But I'm, we have no idea where we're going sometimes. I know. No, well, plenty of times we don't know where we're going. Hence the, if anytime you hear us mention off the rails, it's usually probably, you know, issues coming down the pipe. Uh, <laughs> maybe not little metal balls down that pipe, but still <laughs> a, a strong possibility. So, all right. Um, I tell you what, man, let, let's, let, let's raise a glass real quick since we did the uh, salute o'clock. Obviously, two legends passed away. Uh, Bart Starr, number one. Um, MVP of the first two Super Bowls and the absolute cornerstone of, of not just the Packers dynasty of the 60s, but really a cornerstone of the NFL. Um, and just a hell of a guy, a hell of a player, a hell of a man. And I'm just going to tip one back. I'm just going to tip one back for old Bart. Here you go, brother. Yeah, cheers. I mean, you mm-hmm. could go on and on and on and on. That but. that I, reading that article from Peter King about the twenty three words and how hard how hard he was working to try to do that. That was that was tough. Dude, I teared up. I know, man. My room got dusty. I'm like, what the hell? I cleaned this the other day. But no, I mean, it, it just you know what a personality. Um, and yeah, we can talk about his accomplishments as a player, and you know, no matter. I mean, certainly within our lifetimes, I, I mean, I, I'm not old enough to have obviously have seen him play or anything like that. Um, but if you talk to people that were alive in that period and you just appreciate eras and appreciate, you know, what he did as, as a player, what he meant to the league, um, there are things that are statistically significant. I mean, you think about how long ago that was. He passed away Sunday at the age of 85. He still has the NFL record for the highest postseason passer rating. Which, considering the era he played in, is incredible. It's amazing. That's absolutely 
incredible that the record for the highest postseason passer rating still belongs to Bart Starr. That's 50 years ago, dude. That's a whole different league. They didn't have all this, you know. Don't get me wrong. I appreciate the modern NFL. But, you know, you'll, I'm going to say this just for fun, for context. And Namby Bambi, you know, Namby Bambi like defense. Can't touch anybody. Can't mug anybody. Man, they didn't play that crap back then. They'd be mugging people, <laughs> close, oh, yeah. close lining people. That was <coughs> rough, dude. Rough, man. So. Uh, just in the 66 season, just for context, uh, league average passer rating was 67.4. And in that postseason, Bart Starr, his passer rating was 143.5. Culminating. I'm sorry, what was that? In 1966, the, the average passer rating in the league was 67.4. In the playoffs, Bart Starr's passer rating was 143.5. Okay. Wow. That was his passer rating when he led the Packers to a win at Dallas in the championship game. And then he had a 116.2 passer rating leading the Packers to a win over the Chiefs in the first Super Bowl. Plus, don't ever forget this. He was not in one in the 10 postseason games that he that he played. So, I mean that that's the stuff of legend. You know what I mean? And that that is that's just what it was. That's what he was. And I certainly think that if you love football and you appreciate any of that, you have to raise a glass, a tip of the cap uh, to him uh, for his time in the league and then just who he was as, as a person. And, and, you know, if you read about him, you'll find no shortage of, of you know, superlatives for, for how he handled himself and who he was off the field. We can talk about on the field, but it, it, he was also tremendous off the field. And that's, you know, that's a tremendous legacy – uh, in and of itself. So rest in peace, friend. With um, the, you got anything on I that? Was talk- yeah, I was. I was actually talking to my dad about it. Mm-hmm. Dad, he was telling me one time he actually went to go see up in Baltimore Stadium the Colts versus Packers, and it was Johnny Nitus versus Bart Starr, and he was mm-hmm. like, the quarterbacks of the '60s were Johnny Nitus and Bart Starr. Mm-hmm. It was them and everybody else, and it just. It really, when Brett got his number retired that Monday night, mm-hmm. and how he fought to be there. He should not have been at that game, but he said he was going to make sure mm-hmm. he was there when Brett got in, um, got into the Ring of Honor, which was awesome. And it was freaking it was awesome. awesome. But just to see him there and seeing how the pain, uh, just it was for him to walk and just move and make sure he got there. Yeah, I mean. It, it was if you weren't crying, or if you, even as an, even if you weren't a Packers fan or a Bears fan, I think that's who they play that night. Yeah, I mean, it, it touched you just the kind of person he was. Yeah, and just the, um, the quarterback he was. Not a lot of people realize Vince Lombardi let him call his own plays. Now, how many quarterbacks back then do you think, especially <laughs> with a coach like that, let him call his own plays? Probably not a whole bunch, but. No, look, no, not at all. A 17. 17- oh, go ahead. And just uh, what was another thing I was going to bring up? The fact that um, he, uh, to say through my whole career, my only two coaches were Bear Bryant and Vince Lombardi. That's pretty wild, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Again, I mean, that's a product of, of the era he played in, but that's a pretty. Right. I mean, it's just a fascinating, like, factoid and nugget. Yeah. I mean, wow. 
don't forget he was the 17th round pick of the Packers in the 1956 NFL draft. 17 rounds. Man, that's nuts, mm-hmm. isn't it? The teams of that era, how do you F that up for 16 <laughs> rounds? Well, I don't think I don't think pro scouting was quite as refined as it is today. There weren't as many teams either. Yeah. So there's like eight teams. But I, I love this line. 16 rounds. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, you know, people can argue sometimes. And, you know, I can't imagine a lot of people argued against Bart Starr. And I, I think, if if I remember correctly, the only person that has more, you know, titles than Bart Starr is, is Tom Brady. Brady. You yeah. know, and, yeah, that's six Super Bowls versus five where you're, it's, you know, NFL championships and Super Bowls. But, you know, I think you have to keep players in context of their era. And, you know, it, how long has it taken for somebody to surpass him? You know what I mean? Uh, I, I don't think there's any sense arguing about, oh, it was an NFL title, not a Super Bowl. Man, that's the developmental league. It's what it is. You know, contextually, it's still relevant. Different Same era. thing. Yeah. You know, keep them in context of their era and appreciate what they did in their time. And I, I really do believe the people that are great could transcend multiple eras. And I would certainly argue that he could have. Um, oh, yeah. But here's the thing. I, I love this line. There was one article in PFT that, that, that pulled this out for me, and I, I love this little line. Uh, one of the obviously super iconic moments is when he you know, got to the end zone to score the uh, touchdown in the ice bowl. And I, I love this thing. And it said, Star suggested the quarterback seat to coach Vince Lombardi. You said in response, well, then run it, and let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> that just, yeah. that, that's great, dude. That is so awesome, right? That is so awesome, man. So rest in peace, friend. Head of a career, head of a life. I know that was a that was a tough, that was a bitter end. That was a tough end, man. Um, yeah. Obviously, with his failing health, and obviously he wanted there was more he wanted to do, but um, sometimes bitter ends, man. So, uh, but that doesn't. I and mean, you heard that, Brett, yeah. Brett, Brett talking about him yesterday on Verizon. Mm-hmm. I missed that. Yeah. I'll ha- I'll have to pull it. Um, I missed that. I'll have to I'll have to uh, pull that up and and give that a listen, man. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure that's worth uh, worth a oh, little, yeah. little deep dive into, um, having fun with that. But another person, obviously, we've got to raise raise a glass to uh, old, old Bill Buckner, who, Shannon, I, I saw you kind of raging about this, man. It almost felt kind of dirty that everybody just t- like piled on him. Like, here he is, like, you know, 69, which, that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, that, that's that's young. I mean, um, but he had dementia. Yeah. And, uh you know, it's it's it, there were three like two or three different major media outlets who are mm-hmm. like Bill Buckner, who made the era of the '86 World Series, dies, and it's like he's more than that. Of course, he's more than that. <laughs> like the the man has passed away. Can we can we remember like the man for the other 22 seasons that he had in the major leagues? Like, I mean, he was Red Sox and Cubs. Uh, great hitter. I mean, really great hitter. Yeah. And um, you know, it, it was a sad day. It was a sad day. Uh, you know, for Boston and just just for baseball in general because he was such a just such a great dude. And uh, dementia is just something that you hear about, but I do I would never wish that on anybody ever. I mean, that's that is. That is just one of those things that I would never wish that on anybody. Yeah. 22 years, that's uh, a long career, brother. Yeah, I mean, he had 2,007, let's see, 2,715 hits in his career. 2,707 came up in the 70s and the 80s. Yeah. Only player with more hits in those two decades, some guy named Pete Rose. 
not in the Hall of Fame. Well, let's see if I get this correct. I want to say he played in four different decades, which is wild. The stuff, and I was trying to find the yeah, the sixties, the seventies, the eighties, and the nineties. Nineties, yeah, um, which is pretty incredible, really. That, uh, and I was trying to find. I mean, I, people obviously are going to reference the thing with the the air, but I heard a lot of people talk about his the uh, his strikeouts and how rarely, like he was a, a fantastic contact. Hitter. Yes, and I yes. was trying to find a thing, and I want to say that he never struck out three times in a single game. And uh, I wish I could find some some specific numbers because I heard people reference it. I was trying to find something in particular. There are players who are active today who have struck out more than he did in his entire career. I I did hear that. I I will have to find that myself. Here, well, I I know exactly what you're talking about. I went ahead and just Googled, like, Bill Buckner strikeouts because I'm hoping that this will give us some of these numbers. So yeah, got a, had a body, batting title. Ah, here you go. He never struck out more than two times. I see what's possible. Come on now. Oh, they see I don't need a video. Country. Get out of here, CBS. <laughs> I just want checking that to make sure it wasn't me. <laughs> no, it's not you. It's, it's me. Um, he never struck out more than two times in a game. Wow, that's pretty wild. All right, he never struck out more than thirty-nine times in a season. Holy cow. In a season, dude. There are people that probably strike out that much in a freaking month now. <laughs> Here you go. Here, how about this? Career games with three, or, with three or more strikeouts. The all-time leader is Adam Dunn with 173. Ichiro, donkey. Ichiro, who's a hell of a hitter. He has 22 three-strikeout games. Tony Gwynn has one, and Bill Buckner has zero. That's some, I mean... That's pretty wild. He had more seven RBI games than three strikeout games. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's insanity. That's oh, amazing. Wow. He was on the field when Hank Aaron broke Babe Ruth's record. Wow. That's cool. He was the starting left fielder when Hank Aaron crushed 715. How about that? I did not know that. Fun factoid. Whoa. That's pretty wild, but it, yeah, I mean, the the strikeouts thing is incredible, particularly given how the game is today. I mean, that's just amazing. That's absolutely amazing. So we're gonna we're gonna raise a glass to Buckner. Look, he was a contact hitter. I guess we're contact drinkers, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, I'm just goodness. kidding. I'm just kidding about that. But anyway, oh. rest rest in peace, friend. Rest in peace, friend. Yes. Don't um, he doesn't he doesn't rest in peace. yeah he doesn't deserve getting piled on until uh, the end of no, time for that one. That, that's what. That, and, no, that, and that's once a, you dead. Yeah, that's a tough lead, man. That's a that's a tough lead. I'm not a fan. And if you're gonna leave with that, at least get into some context of the other stuff, y'all. Come on. Uh, yeah. Get a, right. get a, put some respect on it. <laughs> respect. Put some respect on it, man. Respect that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I did hear some uh, lighter, more humorous news. What, uh, Mr. McNabb's back in the news? How are you gonna? How are we gonna go from 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 rest in peace, friends, to somebody you know? To hey, Donovan change, freaking McNabb. Change it up, really? Yeah, you <sighs> go to something happy and funny. You just threw a worse grounder bouncing off the dirt ball than McNabb ever did, <laughs> lobbing that crap up to me. Seriously. That's like uh, he, three strikeouts right he there. Just, yeah, he just, want, <laughs> he just wants me to rant about McNabb for a couple of minutes. Yeah, I was going to shift gears to the NBA, but oh, no. 
So, so Justin, ju- just for shiggles, yeah. <laughs> who who has struck out more in a season, Buckner or Whitfield at the bar? <laughs> <laughs> I've been I've been at some of those bars. With, I've been at some of those bars with Whitfield. Definitely Whitfield. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I mean, he was tossing them up to me like Logan was tossing them up, and I yeah. still couldn't hit him. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You know I, that ball that went between Butner's legs was probably a throw from McNabb. To be honest with you, oh, that is outstanding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to be fair, that's probably what that was. That was a McNabb pass. Yeah, McNabb was just paying homage to him throughout his entire career. That's all that was. The hell, Donovan McNabb talking about how he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. He's a Hall of Famer. His numbers are better than those of Troy Aikman. Man, F-O-H, dude. Forget Mc5, Mick F-O-H, McFo. Get out of here, dude. And there's nobody in their right mind if you said, hey, man, could you? would you rather have Troy Aikman or Donovan McNabb, and they're going to take, no, no, no. Now, look, McNabb had his moments. He did have a couple of years. Obviously, he did fairly well once they, I mean, Terrell Owens was a quality weapon for him, but he did puke in the Super Bowl. I'm pretty sure Aikman did not. Um, maybe it was food poisoning. Aikman just pukes after concussions. Yeah. You know, I, I just, you know, I, I, some of this is, for me, is really tainted by the absolute shit show that was Donovan McNabb and uh, with the Redskins, which is probably not fair because that whole organization is largely still a crapshoot. But first of all, let other people argue that for you. You know what I mean? Like, if you, the player, have to sit there and argue that you are, you know, oh, I'm a Hall of Famer and I'm better than, you know, Troy Aikman, dude, get out of here, bro. That is ridiculous. That is ridiculous. And I would make the argument that Andy Reid helped totally build that man's career out. With, without I mean, a, oh without God, yes. a doubt, Reid put him in position to be successful. And look, they had a nice run. I'm not anti McNabb. Well, I mean, I am, but I'm, I'm smart enough to know that <laughs> I'm not really. Yeah, other, than me, other than me raging about it just for giggles, I mean, he had a very good career. And he would be in the Hall of Very Good, I think is what Peter King used to call it. And he, he deserves that. He can be in the Eagles Hall of Fame. No problem. Had he won a Super Bowl, maybe you could make that argument. But what's his signature win? Like in the playoffs? What's his real... I mean, I, I think of him in the playoffs. I think of him barfing. You know what I'm saying? That's what I think of. Yeah. yeah. Look, fine. He's got more passing touchdowns than Kurt Warner, Steve Young, Terry Bradshaw, and Troy Aikman. He does. He does. That, that's a real thing. Okay. Less Super Bowl wins than those guys. Well, yeah, but you can't hold that entirely against, you know. I mean, that that is a team oh, thing. Oh, yes, I can. Well, yeah, I mean, people hold, yeah, it, against, people hold it against Marino, you know. But I, there was one line I thought that was uh, I thought was a little bit savage, and somebody uh, threw him under the bus and made a comment about um, he's right there with Fran Tarkenton and uh, Jim Kelly is the biggest choke artist in Super Bowl history, and I was like, "Wow, that's rough." I don't know if I don't. I don't know if I'd do that to Jim Kelly. That that was a little bit. That was a little bit well, brutal. That that was just one of the better defensive um, game plans that we've ever seen, though, with the Giants in that Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I mean, the other Super Bowls, they just they just got run out the building. Yeah, the Redskins and the Cowboys twice just ran them out of the building, but. Yeah. 
the the Giants game plan with uh, Belichick and Parcells in that Super Bowl was what was it forty plus minutes of uh, time of possession. Uh, if I if I remember correctly, and then your kicker kicks it wide right. I mean, yeah, I mean, I hear you, I hear you, but uh, like Kelly, I mean, just a just a tough, 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 I tough dude. He's, but yeah, and he's, I mean, he's been like, going through a of lot his of, stuff of his too. contemporaries of McNabb's contemporaries. How many other quarterbacks that kind of share his era would you have rather had than him? You know, I mean, he's not the first person I think about. You know. From what the late nineties to the you know most of the two I thousands, mean, he's certainly not the first person I think that I'd want on my running my team. Not even close. You got Brady, then you got Manning. Favre is in that era. You can't put Elway because Elway is just late nineties. Uh, Romo, Roethlisberger. Uh, I'll take Romo e- over to McNabb. Eli. Yeah, but Romo never got to a Super Bowl though. Yeah. I'd still take uh, I'd still I take Romo over McNabb. Can, uh, dude, if you'd given me Romo with Andy Reid, oh man, <laughs> okay, okay, All right. yeah, yeah. I, you know, okay. look, yeah, he played from ninety nine to two thousand eleven. Okay, ninety nine to two thousand eleven. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's just there's so many other people I would rather take, and uh, you know, again. I'm not saying that he's a, a a scrub. I'm not saying he's a bum. I'm not saying he's a bust. But I am saying. There you are. <laughs> yeah, I am. What I am saying is like, that's not. I wouldn't take that dude. You know, I just wouldn't. I just think there's other people. Now I can respect his earlier in his career. He was kind of a dual threat guy. Uh, he certainly, you know, again, he had a he had a good he had a very good career. He deserves respect for his career. But if your career is that good, other people make the case for you as a Hall of Famer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you don't have to, like, debate it to this degree, you know. Uh, sorry, Matt, but fourth and 26, it doesn't get you into ah, the Hall of Fame. Shut up, shut up, shut yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> I knew someone, one of y'all were say that. Well, I wasn't going to do it. Yeah, so, uh, Good old but, Freddie Mitchell. Yeah, I mean, I'd, t- I'd take Philip Rivers. He still loves his hands. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's, there's just so many other people, especially in Philly with Reed. If I could have had them and taken them, and I, I just, you know, I, I just, he just wouldn't be the guy I would, t- I would, I would pick. I mean, like, hey, in like other words, said, look, I'll, and when I used to play Madden, you know who was never my quarterback in Madden? Donovan McNabb. Never. <laughs> ever. <laughs> ever, None. ever. Ever, ever. Ever, ever. You had Michael Vick. Ever. I remember that. Yeah. You well, had Michael Vick. Well, Vick had, Vick had, had, Vick had a cannon. Well, I almost always played with Favre. Whatever franchise mode I did, I almost always just took Favre. That was my dude. I mean, I'm biased, you know, but anyway. Yeah, when they look at my numbers, yeah, but then they always want to add other stuff into it. Was he an all-pro? Was he this? How many Super Bowl opportunities? People don't realize how hard it is to get to the NFC Championship and to get there five times and then to make it to a Super Bowl. It's tough. Thanks, Captain Obvious. For the record... (laughs) McNabb has 37,276 passing yards, 234 passing touchdowns, 117 career picks. I mean, yeah. I mean, like, he's a Hall of Very Good, but I don't know if he's a Hall yeah. of Famer. I mean, Daw- Dawkins was a legit Hall of Famer. Terrell Owens deserved to be in. His mouth kept him out for a little while. I'm not a buyer than McNabb. I mean, maybe at some point, 
I, I just I just think he's going to get caught in. There's just going to be too many other people, and he's in that kind of transitional era of the league. Right <laughs> as they, now, as yeah. they as they move to much more passing, and the passing numbers are so inflated now, you're yeah, going to look back well, and be like, eh. Well, I mean, not this year, but next year, Peyton Manning's going into oh, the Hall of Fame. Peyton Manning's absolute. I mean, I mean there's no question. Like, I mean, yeah. Once you start getting those types of numbers in, mm-hmm. like. He's just going to be an afterthought unless he gets on like the veterans committee or something. Yeah, I mean the other thing that he could maybe do is enough work like uh, as a commentator, and if he, you know, if he does other things that maybe that'll kind of keep him relevant. But I just don't see it, and I just think his ending was so poor with with how it flamed out in Washington, how it flamed out in Minnesota, and I don't remember anybody ever looking at McNabb and saying. What a great team leader he was! <laughs> what a, you know what I mean? I don't remember that being, I don't remember that being his real forte. Terrell Owens clearly didn't think so, and Terrell Owens was an asshole and a windbag. Hell of a player, though. Uh, yeah, I mean, he rehabbed like crazy to play in that Super Bowl. Matter of fact, twenty-two. Na- I didn't realize Donovan McNabb was an extra in Game of Thrones. Lots of cunts. He's the one that inspired the Hound. Cunts. He's the one. So <laughs> he was in the tavern when the, the Hound wanted some chicken. That's right. Eat shit, dwarf. Fuck the city. Fuck the king. Fuck the king's god. <laughs> Fucking whore. Those are your last words. Fuck you. Come on, you can do better. Fuck, Fuck the city. Dab. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Anyway, and by the way, oh, here you go. Actually, we asked Kawhi chickens. Leonard. We asked Kawhi Leonard about Donovan McNabb's Hall of Fame chances. Didn't <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, we we asked Bill O'Reilly to talk about it, but he said he wanted to do it live. Oh my God! Yeah, let's see. Where did I stick that board for you? There you go. I found it. I can't do it. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. Actually, you know what? We'll do it live! Fuck it! You know who else chimed in? Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Right. Fucking thing sucks! <laughs> the all-time classic for McFoe. McFOH. Shut the fuck up! There you go. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my face with that shit. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there it is. It was the first fail horn of the evening. It's, it's, it's been a while, man. It's been a while. Yeah. Anyway. Uh-oh. <clears throat> Goodness gracious, man. Real quick before we hit yeah. NBA final stuff, mm-hmm. I just, just for Todd, because we were talking Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. uh, just a real quick uh, get well to Kit Harrington. Checked into rehab for stress and alcohol. Get yourself well, dude. You know, you're a good actor. Don't let the assholes get you down. Get yourself right. Well, you know, uh, his reaction doing that table read during the last watch, like he looked so distraught about, you know, what he had to do to uh, know, yeah. that, that, that That was tough. Yeah. Because he, he knew it wasn't going to be popular. Yeah. You know. No, maybe not. Not given the blowback and the fan reaction on uh oh sorry Todd more Game of Thrones for you sorry that's man. why I did it yeah yeah that's right <laughs> well I'm here to tell you that you're probably gonna find out as you go out there that you're not going to amount to Jack Squat Game of Thrones 
I wish you could just <laughs> shut your big yapper. There you go. <laughs> anyway. Thanks, Todd. <laughs> what did Arnold say about Todd talking about Game of Thrones? Well, uh, that soundboard is not working at the moment. No. So I know, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm that always... soundboard got drop kicked too. It's just not, I, yeah. No, just the, the connection's timing out. So I don't know if that's a soundboard.com problem. Because that's like an old school archive soundboard, but it's just not working. Uh, it's just not working for me at the moment. Well, so. I'll help you out with that. Stop whining. Yeah. Stop whining. You need a little Arnold. bit more, no more junk on that one. Arnold soundboard. Yeah. Unacceptable. It, it is unacceptable. That is like weak. That's total weak sauce. It is. Here, here's another Arnold soundboard. This is like the mega. Oh, that one's not there anymore. What the hell, dude? What? Here, hold on. Yeah, that one's gone. Wow, that sucks. All right. Uh, That's all right. Here, we'll just do it this way. Arnold, stop whining. I bet we can just find it on YouTube. Here you go. Stop whining. There you exactly. go. Exactly. Stop whining. There you go, Todd. Stop whining. <laughs> stop whining. Anyway, enough of that. That's a short clip. It's going to like loop like mad. So I've just got to close that window out. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway. All right. So all right, let's go and eat some crow real quick. Yeah. <laughs> fire up the grill. And yeah. Throw that crow on there. Fire up the grill, man, because we were completely. Oh, I do want to I do want to uh, have a, a, a brief. This is not intermission, but I do want to have a, a, a brief moment to su <laughs> salute. LSU uh, for help talking about eating crow. I love that highlight of LSU Auburn in the SEC uh, baseball tournament in that elimination game. Auburn's leading three two in the bottom of the ninth. They have a wild pitch. Catcher can't handle it. Kicks it towards the first base dugout. The runner on third base scores. Ties it up at three three. First baseman grabs the ball, then like throws the ball towards home plate. It's a terrible throw. So he has an error of his own. Sails it towards the third base dugout, and then the runner that was on second also manages to score. One of the most atrociously terrible, terrible, as Charles Barkley might say, fell bucket ass pieces of baseball. The Orioles were even impressed with how bad that was. That's how <laughs> shitty that was. Matter of fact, they may have called up the rest of that Auburn team just to play a couple of games for them. That sucked. But you know what? As I like to tell everybody, F Auburn. So thank you, LSU. <laughs> hey, consider they beat Kentucky to Elite Eight. F Auburn. Mm-hmm. That's right. Oh, you know, it's a shame that Mark's not here tonight. I know that the WNBA season opened up Friday night. Maybe that's why he's so tired. He's been watching all those WNBA games. Making bets. Making his bets. Yeah, man. Yeah. Losing money. Can't believe we're not getting the, the D stat. You know. Hey, would the WNBA have a D league? Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, some of them, yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. Others, uh, no. Well, you know, actually, you could you can make bad uh, connotations, whether it's the D League or the G League with the WNBA. I mean, you really oh, can. Lord have mercy. I'm telling you. Anyway, yeah, on that let's note, move on from that one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is the WNBA. I think everybody is going to move on from that one. Moving right along. <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> Moving right along. Yep. <laughs> Okay, so Bucks Raptors. Let's, let's shift back to the NBA Is Finals. Is there a spot on the G League team for the uh, what? women's W? <laughs> I, that comment may Never have been on mind. the spot in a different podcast, but not not with the sports brew friend. 
No, no. But, you know, looking back when we recorded the other week, uh, granted, we got carried away with Game of Thrones just for you, Todd. Ha! <laughs> but, you know, we were like, ah, it's going to be, you know, Warriors and Bucks, blah, blah, whatever. And I, I'm still amazed that the Raptors won four games straight. You know, yeah. A couple of things to keep in mind. The Bucks hadn't lost a game at home in the entire season when they had a lead going into the fourth quarter. All right. That's when they lost game five to the Raptors. That was the first time that. <laughs> They had a 12-point lead in the third quarter, dude. 12. And they blew that game. The, the Bucks didn't lose more than two games in a row during the entire regular season. They wrap up with a four-game losing streak. That was incredible. That was incredible. That was incredible. And, you know, they had opportunities. I mean, you got game three where the Raptors pulled out that W in a double OT. You know, I mean, they just just some incredible things that, that the Raptors had to do to survive. And then eventually advance, obviously. And I think you have to give you have to give some kudos. And Kawhi wasn't a hundred percent in those games, man. You saw him kind of hobbling around a little bit. But I, I think it's clear that kind of what happened to me. One of the things, one of the takeaways from that, as much as I appreciate Giannis and I like the run the Bucks had, you know, think back to the '80s, right, and the '90s. And you had these young, you had, you know, you have young superstars that have to take some playoff lumps, right? You know, if the Bulls had it with the Pistons. I mean, it, it, you can go back and look at different eras. Pistons had yeah. it with the Celtics. Yes. The Bulls had it with the Pistons. Yes. You know, it, it's just, you have to learn to get over the hump and playoff NBA yeah. basketball. It's one thing to dominate in the regular season. I mean, it's great. Good for you. Um, but learning how to finish and beat your upper tier teams in the playoffs, that, that you got to take some, you got to take some lumps, and Giannis took some lumps. Yeah, and I know people piled on for him walking out of that post game presser. I get it, I get it, I get it. I'm not throwing him in there with Cam Newton. I don't think that's a fair comparison. Um, you know, but I, look, he should take the L hard, and he should learn from it. Yeah, expand, he's got to expand his game. He's got to work on that. He's got to work on that jump shot. I Man, he's got to get that mid-range game, dude. He really does. I mean, he he's wonderful to watch, but he also, I mean, the Raptors did a great job of just flustering that guy. You know yeah. what I mean? And just getting bodies on him and and just messing with him. Um, but look, lots of great, lots of great players and lots of great teams. You know, or lots of teams are trending towards being great. Take their lumps in their playoffs, and it should sharpen their game. It should make them better, and I hope that it does that for Giannis. Because I mean, he—he's a—I mean, I love watching him, man. His highlights are fun, you know. But he's got to round out his game, and you know, Kawhi, kind of the quiet superstar. I still think his whole exit from San Antonio is just bizarre to me. But um, you know, Kawhi's play, what he did in the series, uh, the, some of the, some of the shots he made, some of the defense he played, uh, some of what he's done, you know. It, it really has put him back at the forefront of the conversation for being one of the best players in the league, which he mm. is, you know, which he is. And he, he has earned that and he deserves that. And I swear, man, isn't there a, a few years ago, I remember what play, I don't remember what season it was. Didn't, weren't the Spurs up on the Warriors and like people kept getting underneath him and he, he tweaked his ankle and then somebody else got underneath him and he tweaked his ankle and that was really it. They, they had a guy that, um, and, and I, I just heard the name the other day, and was I it, can't was remember. It, was it Zaza or Jaja? Was that one yeah, of them? Yeah, Jaja Vill- uh, 
something Vilicic or Villanchek. We'll go with that. Some something like that. Yeah. I know Jaja. We'll yeah. just go with Jaja. Yeah. Um, yeah, like he he took basically took his leg out, and there were a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. So I, I, like there's some... whether it was deliberate or yeah. not, but, but like they were doing really well. Then he went out and they. The, the Warriors just took over after that, but yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, like there, there's got to be. It, they were going to win that series. The the, the Spurs were going to win that series. Maybe, maybe. But the thing is, not having Kawhi pretty much cemented that, you know. And the Warriors have been fortunate a couple times. I mean, uh, if I remember correctly, I don't know if it was last year or the year prior. I want to say it was last year though. Wasn't it last year that um, Paul pulled the hammy? Yep. Late in that series. You know, I mean, they've gotten some... Now, this is not to take away from how great the Warriors are, because they're incredible, dude. I mean, the Warriors are, are ridiculously, fantastically, historically good. But there are some things that have broken their way. Uh, obviously, Paul pulling a hammy helped them out. And, you know, against the Spurs, however that series would have played out, knocking Kawhi out of that, fair or not, <laughs> was very much advantageous for them. So I'm, I mean, I'm curious it, it, how much of that is is on some level, even if he doesn't say it, even if he doesn't verbalize it. I'm curious on some level if there's some little revenge motivation for Kawhi on that. They're not the same team anymore. I mean, you know, so it's not like all the same players are there, but still. I mean, at this point, it's probably just win another ring. And um, I mean, he's already hurting from an injury anyway. So yeah, it's it's he's kind of like finding himself in the same spot yeah if you think about it uh, we'll see side note um as far as the warriors and the raptors i'm still blown away by the fact that uh boogie cousins is out there scrimmaging and practicing um, I, I just did not expect to see him in any capacity again this year so kudos to him uh for getting for getting for rehabbing and getting up uh, back up and at him I'm not sure that they really need to push him back on the court. Um, I think what might be beneficial uh, for them is just to be able to cheat some minutes off their starting lineup, and if the matchups are right, maybe to get him out there. But you know, to I don't me- know. I mean, it's honestly it depends on if they think they're going to resign him. If you if they're not going to resign him, mm-hmm. of course, put him out there. Why not? He's not going to resign anyway. Put him out there. But if you think he is going to resign with you guys, there's no need whatsoever. I know that sounds horrible to say, but like, if you know for sure he's not resigning with you, okay, go ahead. Well, I mean, here's go the th- play. here's the thing that one of the things that's going to be really fascinating with the Warriors, okay, is that no Durant in Game One. We'll see about you know Cousins. But that team can shift what they do, uh, which is it, it makes us. I know some people are sick of the Warriors. Randy would be one of them. Plenty of other people are, too. Um, I'd make the argument that you sometimes you just have to appreciate generational greatness. And the Warriors are are, you know, NBA generational greatness uh, in there. And so I appreciate what they've done and continue to do, really. But think about this. They can play. If they win in game one, if they go to Toronto and win game one, and they're plenty capable of that. Yep. Plenty capable of that. 
don't forget they've won game one in each of the last four NBA finals. Now, granted, that was all against the Cavs. <laughs> but, and I think this is the this is the first time under Steve Kerr that they haven't had home home court advantage in the finals, I think. It is. But if they can steal one and they don't have Durant and they don't have Cousins and they can steal one, that team is still phenomenal. But they, but they can play different styles. And if Draymond and, and Clay and Steph, and if they can do what they need to do with that lineup, you don't need to press Cousins back. You don't need to press KD back. But if you do have them back, if you need to change your style or change, you know what I mean? Get I mean, And Kerr is good, is obviously very on point when it comes to motivation. He's very on point when it comes to coaching and X's and O's. You know what I'm saying? Like, he will, <laughs> if he gets extra pieces back, that just gives them more options. Yeah. It just gives them more options. And Durant, Durant is arguably the best player in the league right now. I think the Warriors are in a great position. You know, and I, I don't know. We kind of wrote off the Raptors a little bit, which was unfair against the Bucks. But, you know. The, I mean, the, I, I just think the coaching it was on and Kawhi just the defense that they played in those four games. Incredible. Yeah, it was just some of the better defense you're going to see in the NBA. And, and that gives me pause um, going, you know, with Golden State. Now, they're the best passing t- uh, team in the league. There, there's no doubt about it. Uh, they're the most cohesive team in the league. No mm-hmm. doubt about it. They can adapt. They can adapt with Durant or without Durant. Mm-hmm. And that, that reminds me of, like, New England. Mm-hmm. Like, as long as you've got, like, you got Curry, you're good to go. You got Brady, you're good to go. You know, you got <laughs> Steve Kerr as your coach, you're good to go. You got Belichick as your coach, you're good to go. Uh, it just it just kind of reminds me a little bit that whatever's thrown their way, they can uh, figure it out. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you have to give some respect to the Raptors for their resiliency. I think that's really important. Um, but, you know, the, the Warriors, they just, I just think they have so much. They can do so many different things. And if they have Durant, if they can get Durant back, even if it takes a couple of games, they want to be conservative with them. Look, there's been nine days of rest for the Warriors. By the time they get to game one Thursday night, they've had nine days off, right? And they spread out the They're finals. They're going to be rusty. What? Maybe. Maybe. But... They also had. I mean, it's not like they're playing a whole bunch of back-to-backs all the way to get through the NBA Finals. I mean, you know what I'm saying? So, like, even if they have heavy minutes on the starters, I don't know if it hurts them as much as it would at other points of the year. I wouldn't even worry yeah. about the rust. I mean, the re- the rest is huge at this point. Yes. I mean, it, it may show for a quarter, like the first quarter of the first game, maybe even the first half. But, like, once, they, once you get into the flow of the game, you're fine. Like... Once you get back to running, sweating, getting to your spots, it's just basketball. That's all it is. First little bit may be a little rusty, mm-hmm. but, I mean, Steve Kerr has won three championships. He's been to four straight finals. Those That team has been there, done that for five straight years. Let, let, me, let me give you a couple of numbers for context on that because – I mean, some of what the, what the Warriors have been since, you know, in this run with Kerr. Again, I don't know how the Knicks blew that, but <laughs> Kerr made the right, obviously made the right it's decision the there. It's the Knicks. Of course they effed that up. 
So from 2015, it, oh man, I was I was looking at this on ESPN. And I was like, this is incredible. From 2015 to 2019, the Warriors have won 75 of 99 playoff games. That's filthy in of itself. Of teams, that's point seven fifty eight. That's a it's seventy. You know what I mean? I mean that's a little almost seventy six percent. That's nuts. All right, of teams to make five straight playoff appearances. All right, we just said that was point seven fifty eight. Right? right, the ninety three to ninety seven Bulls. Their winning percentage was seven seven thirty seven. The two thousand fourteen to two thousand eighteen Warriors was where they were point seven three. The ninety to ninety four Bulls were point seven two six. The nineteen you got to go old school here. The forty nine to fifty three Lakers were point seven two two. But wait, there's more. Since adding Kevin Durant, they are forty four and ten in the playoffs with a point eight one five winning percentage, which is the best winning percentage in a three year span in NBA playoff history. Which just makes me laugh. The, the sports talk radio, ho- the national sports talk radio hosts who are like, oh, they're better off without Duran. Really? They're not, they're not better. They're just different. They're just different, yeah. but they're not better. They're not better. Get, get, like, get out of here. Get out of my face with that stupidity. So now, give, if my memory serves me correctly, mm-hmm. they are one and one in, uh, in um, finals without Duran, correct? Uh, I'd have to, I'd have to cross check that. I want to double, yeah, because one of the years is the one Cleveland beat them, and that was before Durant. That was the Draymond game when everybody was like, oh, if Draymond would have played uh, that game, they would have won. Game five where he got kicked out, and game right. six he was out for the entire game. Yeah. Right. So I think that's that. And then, and then he came for the last two series, and now he's in this one. So, yeah, you're correct. So they're so, one and one. My mm-hmm. only worry if you if you're a warriors fan i honestly think this is probably the best defense they've gone up against you got guys on there who got playoff experience like danny green serge ibaka guys like that who got sure. who who been but, who've been there yeah but the, the other thing you got to remember is the bucks were inside out that that's not necessarily what the warriors have to do like you know what I mean? Like that that they're a whole different style than what the Bucks were doing with Giannis driving and trying to kick the ball out. You, you know what I mean? I, I yeah, just, I, I get th- that. they're way more flexible. Now, granted, I think you have to respect what Toronto achieved defensively. Absolutely, absolutely. And Kawhi is incredible. Kawhi is an incredible player. But don't forget things like this. Here's a fun one for you. The Warriors, excuse me, the Warriors' winning percentage. When trailing by 15-plus points at any stage of the game in the last three postseasons. Again, trailing by 15 or more points at any stage of the game in the last three postseasons. The Warriors are 7-6. and six. The rest of the NBA is 13-146. and 146. <laughs> That's an incredible thing. And... And and Clay just got snubbed from the All NBA team. You don't think that guy's looking to drop some, you know, drop some shots in? He's getting he's getting stuck. He's getting you know shafted out of thirty mil. Forty million, yeah. Yeah, 30, 40 that, million. that that that's called not hitting the panic button. Yeah, they can't afford like years past for Clay to have those 
bad shooting nights. This is a one series in the finals. They can't afford that. They couldn't have done done it before with Durant when you got Durant kind of pick up the slack mm-hmm. or before. But they cannot afford it. Clay to have those bad shooting nights, especially. If, I don't think we're going to see Durant this series. Uh, we'll, I think we'll his injury is worse. If, I think his injury is worse if than they, what they're trying to let well, on. Maybe if they handle business, right? If they go and and they you know split in Toronto and then go home, you know, and they have a competitive. If they have two competitive games, they look good. Maybe they just win one, whatever. I like to me like if Durant has if they're kind of hiding that a little bit, then maybe we don't see Durant unless they really need him, right? So if they're playing mm-hmm. good ball. And they don't need them to come back. Why? Why press the issue? I agree. You know, maybe they don't have to. But I think if the team needs him, I think Durant's going to give it a go. I, I do. Mean, I, I, I do believe that. If Toronto comes that. out there and beats them handily, that's a different issue. Night. Thursday night. I don't know that I see Toronto just dropping a hammer on them, but I mean, if, if t- Toronto comes know. out and beats them by ten to fifteen points, yeah, how likely is that? I mean, it's it's not likely. But if they do, you're gonna uh, they're gonna hit the panic button. I really you think, think Golden so. State's gonna hit the panic button after one game? I don't think so. Yeah, bro. no, no, I don't think so. I think they've been through too much. Um, and I mean, I, you know, keep in mind that that this is not anything new for the Warriors, right? This is not new for them. They're completely savvy and seasoned and veteran, not only playoff. But NBA Finals, I mean, that's a veteran Finals team, dude. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is this is like, I mean, Kawhi obviously has experience, but. Danny Green, Serge Ibaka. Okay. Yeah, they, they I all mean, have experience. They're not, they're not yeah. a bunch of slubs either, but that, that team hasn't been through. This is the first Finals for the Raptors, dude. Oh, I know. You know. I know. So, I mean, that, that matters a little bit. Matters a little bit. I mean, it's helpful that they have home court. That's a big deal. Fun factoid, by the way, the Raptors have zero lottery picks. <laughs> this is the wow. first time that a team without a top 14 pick has made the NBA Finals since 1966. Mm. The Raptors, first time in the NBA Finals. You know how I used to like to make fun of Toronto? Because I hate the We the North. I hate the We the North. I, really, I don't know why I do. It just bothers the ever-living hell out of me. Um, but I thought it was great. So we have Toronto, the Raptors, we have the We the North. But then you reference Kawhi, and I was like, he the North. <laughs> oh, we the North, but, he the North. But, but, no, no. Okay, all right, man. Tough. Yeah, by the way, just tough crowd. Cunts. Jeez. Yes. Uh, speaking of which, Justin, you uh-huh. had mentioned earlier to talk about Drake. Yeah, you yeah, had yeah. Something no. fun surprise for you. I him. do. I have a special dedication. I have a special dedication. This goes out to you know, but Nick Nurse and uh, <laughs> Nick Nurse and Drake. Maybe they can get a maybe they can get a shoulder rub in there, man. Just saying. <laughs> 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 that almost hurts. Celine Dion, man, right? This one goes out. This one goes out to you, Drake. Come on, man. 
Yeah. Whoa. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Easy. Whoa. Easy, easy there, Drake. Easy, now. easy there. This so, is why I don't silver had to talk to Drake. Yeah, that's right. And with shoulder rubs down. like that. That's right. Boy, if, if you had had if you had put your money on a rando Celine Dion like dedication to the sports brew, what would that have been? Take a I'm shot. Sure you would have had Titanic, bro. <laughs> like you would have had like Titanic <laughs> with Toronto winning the series or something. I bet Lindy's like, God bless. <laughs> By the way, Lindy, is your toe going to be in the next episode of The Walking Dead? Thanks for posting that bunch of fuckiness <laughs> oh. up on Facebook. Hey. Jesus. Hey, hey, Lindy, it's okay. Just shake it off, bro. <laughs> if he sh- <laughs> Dude, if he shakes too hard, that toe might actually come off, brother. <laughs> He's going to... Do either of you guys watch Shameless? Either were you, either you watch Shameless? Yes. Okay. Uh, yes. He's gonna end up having uh, Debbie's feet, man. <laughs> she got a couple of those missing toes, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. Anyway, yeah, Drake. <laughs> oh man. I mean, Drake's probably improved. Of a Crimea River. Yeah, maybe maybe, uh, maybe Drake ought to redo, you know, do a remix. Of the, bring that one back, man. Yeah. Kawamea River. Kawamea River. Oh, I actually kind of like that. You didn't see that? He had that on his no, hoodie. Oh, no, that's, that's pretty Kwame good. River. I like that, yeah. man. <laughs> I'm a fan. I'm a fan of that. Eat shit, dwarf. Anyway. Oh my god! Whew. Let me see if I can find this thing because, like, uh, there's so much randomness here. Uh, everybody was wrong about the Bucks. Yeah, we already talked about that. I'm gonna close that thing out. Uh, by the way, I like how Smash Mouth is dropping a bunch of smack on Twitter. They said, "Yo, at Drake, when the ball is in place, sit the f down. That ain't gonna fly in Oakland, <laughs> right?" Hashtag glorified mascot. Woo. Wow. <laughs> And so people started piling on Smash Mouth, dude. It was absolutely fantastic. They started piling on Smash Mouth. Let me flip back to this thing. People were like, yeah, yeah. They said, I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. Quote Smash. I, I just, they just started throwing lines back at them. I, love, I don't this, know, man. This I might be one of my favorites. Mouth over Drake. Yeah, this, this might be one of my favorites. Tough tweet from a band that was literally literally made famous by Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> At Drake. I'm a believer. Yeah. Smash Mouth started at the bottom, and they still there. Hashtag we the, <laughs> hashtag we the doors. Can you guys even afford tickets? <laughs> oh, man. Hey, now. Y'all are not all-stars anymore. Sit down. <laughs> oh, no one knows who you guys are if you even go to the game. Take an L on the forehead. <laughs> Damn, that's some good like roast, man. Like Jeff oh, Ross. With no, that. they they were given they were given Smash Mouth the business. Now apparently, 
Smash Mouth has some strong Twitter smack. I mean, they haven't done an album since 2012. I don't think they were. I don't know when the last time they were actually pop culture relevant, other than dropping bombs on Twitter. Good for them. Good for them. Funny, uh, but yeah, they like to stick their nose in that, man. I don't know what's. Yeah. Wor- I don't know what's worse: Drake, Smash Mouth, uh, D Stats, WNBA bets, or Nickelback. I'm not sure what is the worst out of that lot. Look, just like the sign said, Drake is the Nickelback of rap. <laughs> yes. Yes, I think so. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> All right, well, let's go ahead um let's go ahead and start calling our shots, man. Let's call our shots. No, uh we'll throw it back real quick. Uh Mark wasn't able to uh, uh make it to the podcast tonight. Uh but we did get his predictions for the finals. <clears throat> he said he wants the Raptors in 6. But he's calling Warriors in six. He didn't give us a lot of details other than that. My initial reaction was Warriors in six. Actually, I'm kind of hopeful that the Raptors can force force it to game seven. I think there's a lot of unknowns here. Obviously, Durant. Obviously, Cousins. And I love Kawhi. Uh, just an incredible player, clearly. But the Warriors are loaded up with incredible players. And... I don't know what the odds are, but I would imagine, given Durant's status, that Curry is probably the favorite to be uh, Finals MVP. And I mean, he was just—he's been bananas this last chunk of the playoffs. So the Raptors are going to have their hands full. And while we can have fun with we the we the North and he the North for Kawhi, I I just I I just think they're going to be hard pressed. I think the style and the incompleteness of say Giannis. And, uh, I mean, the Warriors, that's a whole different level than playing an up-and-coming Bucks team. The Warriors are established. The Warriors are, you know what I mean? So, unless they're just rolling bricks up, I don't, I don't know, man. I mean, the Raptors are just going to have their hands freaking full. And I, I just believe that the Warriors can adapt their game and game flow. Um, you know, I, I, just, I just think they can adapt uh, in a way that a lot of teams can't. Because of the talent they have, because of Draymond, because of Steph, because of Clay, and if if they get KD back, because of KD. Now, if KD can't actually play, uh, that certainly levels a lot of things out. And I'd be tempted, just for fun, I'd be tempted to take the Raptors in seven. I don't, I don't think the Raptors could do it in six. But if the Raptors can force a seven, and there's no KD, maybe. Maybe my my lean is my lean is Warriors in six. I think it would be fun. However, I think it would be very fun if the Raptors managed to pull this off. I do believe that. I'm not saying I'm rooting for that, but I would be okay with that, as long as Drake keeps his damn hands to himself and off of Nick Nurse. Okay, don't Drake curse it. Unless he wears Warriors stuff, then he can do that. <laughs> uh, ju- just for a courtesy for Nick Nurse, it's okay, brother. Just just shake it off. <laughs> really, McGuffin? Yes, I went there twice in one night. Yeah, man, that's that's what he does. That's what he does, and that's what you get for that. <laughs> that's what <laughs> that's what you get for that, brother. I'm gonna be short and sweet with mine. Because I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say, if Katie plays, Warriors in six. If he doesn't, Toronto in seven. 
Ooh. Oh. All right, Shannon, what you got for me, bro? Well, look, you know, I've, I've got to shake it off twice. I guess I'll just let it go. <laughs> making you work. I'm making you work. Lindy's toe. Let it toe. Let it toe. Got Frankenfoot over there. Jesus. Um, no, heal up, bro. Heal, heal up, man. Well, well, well. Heal up, I mean, if he doesn't have a toe right there, it'd just be a blank space. <laughs> it would be a blank space. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Oh, man. oh that, that's, that's a good reference. That, 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 that is. is well played, sir. Man, that, to, that toe just got deboed. You got knocked the fuck <laughs> out, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's there. We'll try to take that toe and try to sell it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, dude! <laughs> Woo! Woo! Mm. I, speaking of Debo, mm-hmm. uh, Golden State just go ahead and break out the brooms four nil. Wow, that's mm. a strong one. You think you think full on sweep? Sweep, baby, sweep. Damn, brother. Okay, how, gentlemen. How, how about this? How about this? How about no. this? If if the Raptors lose game one versus if the Raptors win game one. All right. Raptors lose game one. You you can go. You can just just sweep it up. If they win game one, I'm going to say gentlemen sweep. God, he's <clears> still <throat> only giving them one. I give them one, man. I, Bro. I, I just I, I think this this as good as Kawhi is. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know. He's not a hundred percent. No, I'm worried that he's not. And if you're not a hundred percent going against the Warriors, I- I'm sorry. Th- this is a dynasty, and you're you're just not going to beat this team. Like they they toyed with the league. Like they just made sure they were healthy enough to win. Curry is on a mission to win finals. And- I think so, dude. Hey, Clay Thompson's on a mission to get 190 million, and and Kevin Durant, who's going to be a free agent, is trying to get back, so he's not like lost in the mix. Boogie Cousins is trying to get back. By the way, Draymond Green's there as well. You know who actually had a really good line about greatness? I don't know if you guys heard this, Draymond. I, I I love this little little bit. Let's see let's see if I have it paused at the right spot. And he was explaining greatness and being great. I thought this was a, a great little piece. Ago, uh, can you talk about why you have that kind of conviction about your place on the all time list and where Kawhi Leonard ranks for you? Um, I think as a competitor, uh, if you're trying to do something meaningful. If you don't have the mindset that you're the best ever, you failed already. So if you don't have the mindset that you are the best reporter ever, then you already failed. And that's been my mindset since I can remember. That will be my mindset as long as I can remember anything, that I am the best ever at what I do. And every day that I step on the basketball floor, I will strive to be that. But my mindset will always be as such as I am the best. 
to do what I do. And that'll give me a shot at being the best. But before you can ever reach anything, you have to believe it. You don't just mistakenly become great. That's really critical. You don't just mistakenly become great. All right. Mm-hmm. I, I love I love that line. You probably at one point, at one time or another, believe that you can be great at that, and then you work to get great at that, and you reach that greatness. But you don't mistakenly become great, and then you start to think, "Oh man, I'm great at that." No, you you believe that before, and you work. To get dude, that. you're killing me with whatever crinkling you got going on with some headphones, dude. Yeah. And then you start to believe, oh, man, I'm great at that. No, you, you believe that before, and you work to get that. So I always believe that, and I work every day to reach that. On point. That's a strong message, man. That's a strong message. And, I, you know, I've, I've, we've busted Draymond's chops in years past for different things, um, but I think he's matured a bit as a player. And I really do believe with Kerr and – Steph and Draymond. I mean, it's just the guys that they have. I I just think they can adapt in ways that a lot of teams can't. The Raptors are going to have their hands full. They're going to. Ha- the Raptors are going to have to be incredible, and I mean phenomenally incredible, to pull this off. I'm not ready to say a gentleman's sweep, and I'm certainly not ready to say a sweep. But I think it's more likely that it's over in five than some of the other scenarios, but I, I'm going to say Warriors in six, and if the Raptors can somehow force a game seven, that's super interesting to me, but if I had to put money down, you know, guys, I, I don't actually bet. I'll leave that all to Mark, uh, but if I actually had to bet and I needed to put money down on, I, I, I'd be taking the Warriors, but I think it would be a phenomenal story if the Raptors could do it. I think that would be just absolutely incredible and that town would go bananas absolutely freaking bananas Cunts. all of them um randy giggity giles uh, has chimed in uh-huh what do he say he's, ca- he's calling the warriors in five but he prefers toronto to win but his call is warriors in five look at that so gentle- gentlemen sweep for giggity giggity giles <laughs> He is crashing out because it's end of months for him, and he's working like a madman. No, it's okay, man. Uh, and yeah, I did. Uh, I know somebody sucked in the sports group chat. That thing with that uh, that Cubs Astros game where that kid got hit by the foul ball, man. I actually had that game on live when it happened, and just um, his reaction in the moment, like <laughs> you knew something bad. You knew something bad happened. Albert Amora. What I what I saw is that um he hit that ball went it was a foul ball went into the stands and that guy looked like I mean he, he looked like he was like oh no like super quickly and apparently you know my understanding and I'm sure more will come out uh, on this is that uh, it was a four year old girl got hit and the parent uh, whoever was with her picked her up and they started going up the stairs to get out of there. But the reports, at least that I've seen so far, as the adult ran up with the child out of the seats and out of the view, um, Amora, I mean, he was clearly impacted and shaken by the incident. He broke down crying near home plate. But the reports, that one report came out um, that the young girl was taken to the hospital as a precautionary measure, and uh, but that she was awake, she was speaking. 
Um, and the security guard let Amora know that, that she was okay. So hopefully that holds and there's not any bad outcomes or bad info out of that. Hopefully that report was accurate. Because, uh, you know, you get crushed in the face. You know, if that's where the girl got hit, you figure that's probably the deal. With a ball rip, you know, ripped off of a bat. You know what I mean? Flying at you like that. That's dangerous stuff, man. That's crazy dangerous stuff. So hopefully she is okay. Uh, but he, he knew. If you haven't watched the replay, <clears throat> as soon as he hit it and he tracked it, he knew. He knew. And he was he was visibly impacted and shaken uh, by that. So hopefully she's okay. He's okay. And, and everybody just carries on and, and rolls on through. But anyway. All right. So it sounds like people are going to kind of pull for the Raptors as the fan favorite. But the expectation is that it's going to be the Warriors. Yeah, yeah, and, and I would imagine that's that's probably the case with most people. Uh, by the way, kudos to the Blues for actually winning a game in the Stanley Cup. Uh, they had been what zero and twelve, no zero and thirteen, I think is what it was. They hadn't won a single Stanley Cup game until tonight, so uh, good for them. I hope they can make a series of that with Boston. We'll see. Uh, had they lost tonight and gone down zero two, uh, to me that was that was a wrap. <laughs> Which is dangerous, <laughs> dangerous to say, but I mean that—that's a—that's a tough one. But uh, they needed to even that up, split that, and uh, hopefully they. Uh, last it. time you said the rap, you said that's a rap. The Raptors said nope. I know, so it's a dangerous thing to do. Uh, by the way, I told you I would have a fun rando baseball factoid for you, okay. um, and, and really, I, I've done these really for Mark more than anybody else because Mark likes to needle me for not caring about the regular season of baseball because I really don't. Baseball, the, the damn regular season is so freaking long, I really don't give much of an F about it uh, until we get about a month out of the playoffs, and then I then I care. But before that, pff, I don't play fantasy baseball. I'm not going to play fantasy baseball. I have no interest in fantasy baseball. And I've told everybody before, the strike. I used to love baseball, and the strikes took that love out of me. Uh, and so now it, I just, you know, I'm a, a relatively passive observer. Um, I grew up a Yankees fan because of my big brother, but... You know, and I still have a little bit of attachment with that, but not a lot. So, uh, but I get motivated and interested as you get late season, and I enjoy the playoffs. But I largely don't care about regular season baseball. It's just too much season for me, dude. Playoffs, playoffs, it's just too much season, man. But anywho, fun with the Minnesota Twins who crack, who cranked out eight eight home runs versus the Angels last Thursday. And this is the second time this season that the Twins have blasted eight bombs in a single game. So I believe they're tied for the best record in baseball. That may have changed tonight. Their team ERA is their, their ninth in the league, okay, and fifth in the AL. Uh, but so a couple of fun factoids. And this is crazy because I remember Kirby Puckett, man. Uh, the Twins have won one playoff series, one. Since winning the World Series in 1991, the Twins have won one playoff series in total since they won the World Series. That's Yikes. crazy, right? But here's some things I think are incredible. Okay? Through 49 games, the Twins had 98 home runs. They were on pace for 324. And they now are the second team in MLB history with 100 home runs in their first 50 games. Okay? But they're on pace for over 300. Do you know who set the record? And when I it was. Imagine the Yankees team from either one or two years ago. Yankees team last year had a, a 267, and that was the record. Okay? 
Do you know who was the other team in MLB history with 100 home runs in their first 50 games? I bet if you think about it for a second, you'll you'll get it. It's it's not within the last couple of years. I mean, was it one of the Bonds teams when he was going off? Mm-mm. No, or McGuire? Nope. Nope. Uh, Red Sox? Nope. I'll give you the year. 1999. Cubs? Nope. Cardinals? You're going to kick yourself. Not the Cards. Indians? Nope. 99. 1999. I mean, the, the Yankees won the series that year, right? No, Marlins. Right first no. letter, wrong team. Right what? Right first letter, wrong team. Mariners. The 1999 Mariners. Oh, they won like 116 games that year. Think about all the bats that team had in his lineup. Edgar Martinez, King Griffey Jr. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Stacked okay. and, pa- stacked and packed, brother. Ichiro. Well, he wasn't I there yet, was he? I, I'm not sure. I don't know that he was there at that point. We'd have to double check. I don't. I don't think so. But maybe I'm wrong about that. But uh, Martinez, yes. Ken Griffey Jr., yes. Uh, side note: the Twins. I uh, should send thank you cards to the Orioles. The, ba- the Baltimore Orioles do. They are killing it in reverse. As I wrote in my note, <laughs> thanks, losers. <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> You don't have to worry about having any all-stars in Baltimore, bro. <laughs> None. None. Zero. Y'all suck. Oh, my hey, God. Justin, what? Look, man. Just a quick just a quick question. Orioles. Will they break free of the basement? Bro, Orioles fans, man. I mean, not Orioles fans. This isn't the fans' fault. Baltimore Orioles, dude. Lots of cunts. Yeah. I can't be hating on a fan. If you're a fan of that team with as, as all the suck they've delivered to you, you deserve some respect. It's not Browns level bad. Baldwin. It's not Browns level, but you know, bad. But it's it's getting close. Anyway, yeah, Shannon, what did you try to drop on me? I just say, will they break free of the basement? No. no. Will they break free of being no. solo dwellers? No. 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 I, I I don't. You know, they're they're terrible. Uh, I I don't know who the biggest disappointment disappointment in baseball is. But at least regionally, locally, the the Nats sucking so much ass is bizarre. I don't even know how to explain how terrible that team is. <laughs> it's, it's nuts, dude. <clears throat> that's a team that fu- that's it's so very DC sports suck hole. Find ways to lose, and that's what the Nat- That's what <clears throat> they are. You know what I mean? That's what they are. Anyway, I got I got nothing, man. They got two aces do, on that team. Neither do they. Got, yeah, not in the standings at least. Mm-hmm. You know what they need? They need a little rub down. They need a little rub down from Drake. <laughs> That's what they need. Yeah. Come on, Drake. Come on down, man. Give the Nats a little rub down, brother. <laughs> so I totally just had a really bad thought. They need a little TLC. You want some TLC? Yeah, I mean, I mean they, I, they do need a little TLC, right? You know, I mean... Oops, I misspelled that when I was searching for songs. I typed... <laughs> I don't know how that happens. That's terrible. Not THC, Justin. THC. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not THC. Good job. That's funny. 
Thank you, sir. It's funny. Just for that, we're gonna give them some waterfalls. Why not? I'd give them no scrubs, but they're all scrubs, so that's not, <laughs> I can't use that. <laughs> can't do it. Can't do it. Anyway, all right. Can't well, do it. Can't do it. Let's go and get the hell out of here. We went longer than I anticipated. Whoa! Hey yo! Hey yo! So an hour and a half. That's a good. You know, that's a good run. That's a good hey, run. Hey Justin. Yeah. What's that story about cheese? Oh. Oh, oh! 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 Okay. All right. Yeah, all right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. No, thanks for the reminder. So uh, my mom's birthday was this, this past weekend. So she, you know, she wanted to go to lunch. So we picked her up. Had the kids. You know, had Sarah with me. Loaded up the minivan. Picked my mom up. Went to a restaurant in Mechanicsville, Ginger Red. It was very good. Really, excuse me, really good. Super enjoyed that. And then she wanted to go to you know, her brother's house, which is the house that they all grew up in. So, you know, I'm pulling out of the parking lot of Ginger Red, driving down Mechanicsville Turnpike, man. And uh, all of a sudden, you know, there's some lights behind me. I'm like, oh, man, who the hell are these people after, dude? I'm going to get the hell out of the way, right? You know. I'm gonna let Hanover's finest drive on by me and get you know, get whatever sucker they're after. Well, I was the sucker. I moved over a lane. Hanover's finest followed right behind me. I'm like, oh no, it's me. What did we do? I wasn't speeding, you know. I've, I was like, it's a good thing I've only had a couple of dark and stormies. I wasn't drinking beer, so I pulled the way all the way over. <coughs> I pulled the way over, and it's a it's a it's a sheriff. And she comes out, and she was actually really nice. You know, so she was like, hey, you know, I pulled you over. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I don't. And she goes, well, your, you know, your plates are expired. Your, your, your tags are expired. And I'm like, what are you talking about? So I look back at Sarah and I'm like, well, I mean, we had to pay for these, didn't we? And not only were they expired, they expired November of last year. <laughs> right. <laughs> so we're looking at each other like in total disbelief. So Sarah goes ahead and goes and starts logging into the DMV website. And of course the sheriff takes my license or whatever and goes back to the car. And I'm like, she's going to give me a ticket. And Sarah's like, no, she's not going to give you a ticket. I'm like, she's going to give us a ticket. It's no, it's like six months. (laughs) I'm like, she's going to give us a ticket. And so Sarah's like frantically on the DMV, DMV website. And so she's trying to pay it before the sheriff comes back. So she'd be like, Hey, look, you know, we paid this thing. And so the sheriff comes back and she's like, hey, you know, blah, 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 blah. Sometimes they look, I've been there. Sometimes Virginia, the DMV doesn't send out, you know, the notifications for the renewals. And, and I'm like, that's really messed up, isn't it? You know, you know, blah, 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 blah. And so, bam, I'm like, yeah, we're paying it now. And so what does she put in front of me? Of course. But here's your, you know, summons. To, here's your ticket. Here's your summons to court. Yay. And all this rigmarole. And Sarah's still back there. She's like, oh, my God, security questions, TV website. <laughs> like, and so, of course, I tell the sheriff, I'm like, no, like, I understand. It was an oversight. It was an accident. If we had received whatever, we would have paid it. Uh, we'll pay it right now. And she's like, well, you know, go to court. They'll probably dismiss it. Blah, 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 blah. But it, it, she's sitting there talking. And she's like, yeah, you know, the DMV doesn't always send out notifications where you notices that you have, like, renewals for it. You need to set a calendar reminder. And I'm thinking to myself, like, how infuriating is it? That, you know, I do like three-year plate plate renewals, all right? Mm-hmm. So anytime I do, we do that stuff, man, I do three years. I just pay for three years. So I don't like to have Same. to worry about it, right? Same but how here. annoying is yeah. it? Man, they got no problem sending me a tax bill for our cars, like none. 
stroked a check for like 700 some odd dollars the other like a month ago for oh. our property taxes for our cars got them inspected and the people at the inspection station didn't say a, a damn anything about our freaking license plates i wish they had so total oversight so anyways you know the sheriff gives, gives me the ticket you know you know thanks and you know maybe i'll i guess i'll go to court or whatever i might just mail the payment and call it a damn day because I, I don't i don't think it's any points on my license it's nothing like that it's just it's just annoying but for dmv not to send that i'm like that's really effed up isn't it that's a fail that's a fail that's like a public disservice man look they know where i live i've lived in the same place for a decade they know where we live they know my phone number Right, I mean, they have all this stuff. That, I mean, they, they know all the stuff about us. They know our address. They know our point of contact. My email address is used to register my account. So they could have texted. They could have called. They could have emailed. They could have sent a postcard. They could have sent a registration notice and a bill. But there's like like five easy ways that the Virginia DMV uh, could have done this for the plate renewal or the tag renewal, and they did not. And so you end up feeling like a dummy and looking like a ding dong uh, for that. So now we're going to set a calendar alert for the plates. But anyway, so, you know, sheriff goes about our way and public disservice, man. DMV, that's a public disservice, you assholes. Public mm. disservice. That's BS. That's BS. I don't know. You know budget cuts. Y'all don't have any budget cuts sending me a bill. If I can pay $700 plus a year from property taxes, y'all can send me a damn postcard about license plates, you dickheads. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably going to get another ticket now somehow. DMV's going to be like, flag this guy. <laughs> get him. Uh, we listen to him on a podcast. Asshole. Sir asshole. <laughs> Captain, Captain Book of Dino. <laughs> Book of Dino. We're getting this guy. Um, but anyway. Hey, hey, Justin. Yeah. I just had a horrible thought. What? The first two letters in DMV are DM. Donovan McNabb. Man. He gotcha. He finally gotcha. That's another reason to hate that guy. Another reason to hate that guy. Yeah, that's right. You know what? Your Hall of Fame jacket. Your Hall of Fame jacket, buddy. Dust in the wind, bitch. How about that? Anyway. Sit on that yellow. <laughs> yeah. Only if he has a you, yellow. You missed an H in there, Matt. If he it's has not a set. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe if he has a yellow jacket made of flags. Can do that <laughs> the hell out of my face anyway so we're driving back and of course i'm like man i can't believe i got a ticket this is so annoying I'm, you know and you know sarah and i are talking and she, you know i'm annoyed you know i mean i was polite with the sheriff she was polite with us she would you know whatever but we're driving of course sarah goes well you know justin it's because we have these vanity plates on the car that the sheriff noticed and i'm like this is how you know we've been married for like Ten, like as, we've been together for twelve years, which is crazy, and we've been married as long as we have. I said, I said, you're saying it's my plate's fault, not that we didn't pay the thing, that you didn't pay the thing, and your man, but my my personalized license plate is the reason we got pulled over. I'm like, yep, <laughs> we've been married for a while and together for even longer. Yeah. There it is. That's how you know we're, you know what I mean? We're a married couple. It's your fault. Yep. <laughs> it's not because I didn't pay. It's not because we. I shouldn't say I because I, I should have noticed too. But it's not because we didn't notice that and pay it. It's because my my you know vanity plate is what got us bagged. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the hell out of my face. <laughs> Stupid. So, so, so now the next time she throws a tennis ball, you may actually hit her. 
<laughs> Honestly, you know, maybe that's why I zipped that Whack. one buyer. Maybe that's what that, why I zipped that one buyer, man. Mm. Keep her in check, man. Got to put some look. Smore, you got to put some respect on that, man. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Get the tags. What's that got to do with it? <laughs> well, are we talking about those facials again? <laughs> Say it, man. So, anywho, don't worry. I'm not going to go to court and go Drake on anybody. <laughs> Dude, I got it all changed today. Sucks, man. They Fuck the city. Yeah, city of Richmond. Fuck the city. Assholes. <laughs> <laughs> they had Jerry Springer on it. That old come on, man, today. cunts, lots of cunts. That's crazy. I mean, they had strippers and girlfriends fighting. They had one girl who was given free hush puppies by the guy, and then he he was with another girl, and she said, "Can I still get free hush puppies?" He's like, "No." Well, if she wants to pay him back, she could always get an STD and then give him crust puppies. I'm just saying. Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Damn it, why does this bleach work? You like that MacGuffin crust puppies? Are you a fan? That's amazing. That's so scary. Yeah, there you go. The crust puppies. Oh, Lord have mercy. Let that be the next Drake song. Crust puppies. That's what's coming back to you. That's right. He's going to need Nick Nurse. He's going to need an actual nurse, not Nick Nurse. <laughs> Go down hell. What are you doing up here? Cunts. Dead rats don't squeak. Fuck the city. Eat shit, dwarf. That's right. Anyway, I can't believe we're playing Celine. Well, we, me. And <laughs> <laughs> Celine Dion. It's oh. usually a different Celine Dion song. It is. But- uh, by the way, uh, fun fails of the week. People trying to pronounce Virginia town names. Uh, here you go. This one. This is the only one I'm going to play, and you guys will all know why. Oh, man. Y'all keep trying to make me say bad words. Faquier. Faquier? Faquier. Faquier? Faquier? Sounds like a villain, like a Disney movie. That's old Fakir. Look out for him. Blue Sister. <laughs> I know, I know. Anyway, amazing. They must have recorded that in Rico. (laughs) In Rico. In Rico. Yeah, dude, dude, dude. Yeah, there was a guy that came out that that did a training seminar for us, and that's how he pronounced Henrico. Was oh, I'm so glad to be here in Henrico. We're just like, bro, come on, get the name right. Come on, (laughs) come on, man. Get the name right, dude. It's not that hard. You're getting paid by the county. Can you at least pronounce the name correctly? Come on, bro. <laughs> okay. 
I can't do it. Enrico. Do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks. Anyway. All right. All right. Let's get the hell out of here, man. It's long enough. I got enough work to do on this tomorrow. So, uh, look, as always, it's fun. I'm glad we got to catch up and hang out for a little bit. Ran a little bit uh, longer than I thought we were going to, but that's still, it's only 1 o'clock in the morning. That's not that bad. But, uh, yeah, all right. Well, enjoy the NBA Finals. We'll try to rally back up next week. We'll have a couple of games in a belt, and we'll uh, revisit this thing. And uh, I don't know. Shannon, I'm hoping it's not. I, I don't think the Warriors really need to cement themselves as far as this era and what they've done. But God bless. If they go and just roll the Raptors and sweep or gentlemen sweep them out, I mean, what what kind of argument do you have, you know, really against There is none. I mean, it's just it's, zero. The door is shut. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that, that's, that, I mean that, that's just all – that's all-time squad level. You know what I mean? Yeah. All-time squad level. Anyway, all right, guys. Uh, again, we're going to get out of here. Uh, rest in peace, Bart Starr and Bill Buckner. Thanks for the memories. Y'all just, rest in y- peace, Don McNabb's Hall of Fame uh, chances. Well, they they should be dead, buried, cremated, and you know, hopefully, you know, Drogon just come and you know roast that crap all up. Donovan McNabb, cunts, the hell out of my face. Bring me one of those chickens. Yeah, actually, this, this is more appropriate. You dumb bitch. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Barf, but if there's a Hall of Fame for barfing, you deserve that. That's what you deserve. Fuck face. All right. <laughs> Go munch on some crust puppies. <laughs> yeah. Donovan. Oh, no. Yeah, there you go. Donovan, yeah, you know what? That should be sponsored by Donovan McNabb brought to you by Crust Puppies. There it is. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> sponsored by Crust Puppies. <laughs> no, he, you know, look, I, I'll, he was a good player, but I, I don't. I, no, no Hall of Fame. Get out of here. No. Crust puppies, dude. Crust puppies. Ugh. <laughs> oh my God. There you go, Todd. You actually got a sports, a sports-heavy sports brew. So quit your bitching, bro. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Look, enjoy the NBA Finals. Everything else that's going on. I don't, uh, I don't know when they're going to announce who's actually going to be on that... Uh, why can't I think of the, the HBO show? But I like how the Gruden brothers are basically, you know, <laughs> Jay's hard like, docs. hard docs. Jay's like, ah, no, go do the Raiders. <laughs> I think that's great. Oh, I think that's absolutely fantastic. I don't know that I want to see the Redskins on hard knocks, man. <laughs> I don't know uh, about that. With the with the Raiders sounding incognito and all the other drama that's going on there, I think that's a far more compelling case for hard knocks. Do uh, that yeah. squad, because that's going to be nuts. But uh, look, anyway, as always, keywords are sports and brew. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, our home feed on Podbean, of course, the Google Play Store, loudsportscaster.com. Just Google sports and brew. You're going to find us on Twitter at VA Sports Brew. You can give Mark crap about his WNBA betting at DSTAT for the win. Feel free to do so. <laughs> and, and I think somebody should, should start the hashtag crust puppies. I think that's, I think that's legit. I'm going to leave that to Whitfield. <laughs> I'm feeling that. Yes. But uh, anyway, we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks for listening and uh, looking forward to the next the next one, friends. From all of us to all of you, enjoy the week. Enjoy the NBA Finals. <clears throat> and uh, uh, I'm going to raise a glass real quick. Memorial Day. 
to all the men and women that have served our country and laid it on the line so that we can be here doing the stuff that we're doing, man. We wouldn't be here without, uh, without, without all of them. So thank you for your service. And in a lot of cases, um, thanks for giving your life uh, for what we have today. I'll put some respect on that. Yeah. Gave it all. There you go. Some gave all. From all of us here at the Sports Brew, we'll catch you on the flip side. And good night now. Late. Out. <laughs>